Today is August 20th, and your New York Yankees have their longest losing streak since 1995. Let's talk Yanks, babe. Joe's is here. What? play the sad song anymore. Are you sad? I think you get sad when you expect the opposite. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Myself, Joe's McFly and BBD here today producing his buns off. Uh, John Boy had uh, some family stuff going on. I know it was Katie's birthday weekend. She Happy birthday, Katie. She went away a little bit. Now she's back. So uh, we'll let them enjoy each other. You know, maybe a... Baby number three. <laughs> and this episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. They're a presenting sponsor. They have been all year. Go to a baseball game. Maybe... You know, go to Philly. Oh, they got, they mash. They mash. Go to a concert. Go see a, go see a show. Because SeatGeek has 70,000 events every single day. So you don't have to watch yeah. a baseball game. You can watch something else. Other sports are starting up. Football's around the corner. College football this weekend. Use code YANKS. You'll get $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Download it. It's so easy. A Jake can use it. Promo code Yanks. Click the link in the description. Joe's McFly. I'm excited to be joined by you today, as always. Um, I'm but, happy to be here. But you know, I mean, we're in a we're in an interesting state of talking Yanks. We've never been here. I it, mean, it's a weird state of mind. 2017. It's the come up, kids. You know. Including John Boy Media and Talking Yanks, but the the Baby Bombers, you know, 18, 19, 2020 was a bit of an odd year. Yeah. Uh, 21, 22, you know, last year we were saying it felt like 98 for a little bit. One of the hottest starts in Yankees history. And here we are getting swept by the Red Sox. I think we dropped four games under 500. Uh, the Red Sox have... Owned us this year. The Yankees' playoff hopes are done. Swept sounds a little nice. They've lost eight in a row, first time since 95, before BBD was born. This is the most losing team in David's lifetime. How are you doing? Um, I don't know. I'm, a, I, I'm like in between a pissed off or like kind of... <sighs> I understand this team is not going anywhere. The problem is how they're losing is my issue. Um, and it's crazy. You mentioned 98 last year and those vibes. And I'm like, man, I lived through 98. But it's like, I don't know. There's still something a little off. And I'm reading the 98 book, and it just reminded me uh, that team last year was not 98. Um, no. Yankees find ways to lose i feel like throughout a year the reason 
There's a regular season. There's a postseason, right? The postseason is where the best teams go. And, sure. You know, I'm familiar. I just feel like the regular season is where you build the character of what your team is. And the Yankees are a team that literally, you know, they especially after the deadline, um, they take losses out of wins. And, you know, it's just they find ways to lose. They don't come back. Um, Do we have the official number on that stat, BBD? The one, one for 56 when mm. they're down going into the eighth? I can definitely find what the number was the other day, and they haven't gotten a win That doesn't since. feel like New York Yankees or what we've been th- told to be as New York Yankees fans. It's just sad, man. I mean, Joe's, I'm, I'm normally not this guy. When Greg Allen's ball hit the wall, I told you instantly it was over. Yeah. Because me- when, you, when you're a losing team or you're losing – or if you don't believe in yourself and there's no confidence and they shouldn't have confidence. They've given themselves no reason to have confidence. The same feeling I had when that Greg Allen ball hit the wall, everyone in that dugout had. Like, oh. Wait, we were six inches away from a tie game and the Bronx, Bronx is bumping and we got to Kenley and, hey, let's enjoy this for a, a minute. That ball hit the top of the wall and comes back and everyone in that dugout, was pretty sure what was going to happen. And then it happened, man. You know, the same way that the, the team feels like, you know, an error happens by the other team, and it's like, oh, here we go again. Right. We're coming back on them. And the other team feels that too. It's like, man, these guys just come back. It's the same way that a team that just gets Red Sox ragdolled you, Pop, in <laughs> Yankee Stadium, and that's crazy. <laughs> But I think when you when you do nothing at the deadline, and I don't, I was telling BBD before the, you know before this, I'm not going to disrespect Middleton because he he's doing a good job, right? Nice dude. That that transaction, no problems. Yeah, no problems. But the fact that you know the energy from the team has completely shifted to, oh man, not only did we not get any help because mm-hmm. they truly don't believe in us even though the, in the media they'll say something else, you can tell the whole energy from the team is not the same. I mean, Garrett Cole oh. out here saying that that's insane. Garrett Cole's on a 70-win pirate team and said, I've never felt this before. <laughs> it's a bad sign. Oh. It's a bad sign. Um yeah, man, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I there is some fun stuff in this series. Um, I'll let you boys help me out a little bit. You know, I'm I'm back on my wedding season grind. A little bachelor party this weekend. Your guy Jack. Um, we're out in Sugarloaf. And Jack Doyle. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Jack Sorensen. Uh, <laughs> Strobel. <laughs> um, we had a nice time. You know, I went floating down a river. We went to a casino for a little bit. Mm. It was nice to enjoy. We told old stories about when we were young, some old Yankees teams. I love old stories. Uh, but I was checking in, and, I, you know, the first two games were wrapped up pretty early. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I seen. So let's get into the games. I'm sure as we go, uh, you know, I love picking your ear on topics. And, Joe's. I had another, I don't want to say sad moment, <laughs> but 
I feel like you and I haven't talked Yankees baseball in three weeks. Like probably since the deadline. Like our when like we actual baseball when we when we. When, Exciting Yankee baseball. Team. When we had conversations, you know, a lot of time we have a lot of other conversations too, which are nice. I feel like you and me have not had a Yankees conversation basically since the trade deadline, and that's crazy. That's what we like to do. We like that so much; it's turned into our jobs. It has, thankfully. And we haven't talked Yankees baseball in three weeks, so. It's a weird vibe. It's a weird feeling. Honestly, it, it really is. I just, you know, you look at the team like this and, you know, especially when you're covering it as a, a job side of it. Right. Um, I really do give a lot of credit to people that do this year after year and they still stick with it. You know, like seriously, um, like if you're doing a, like the Pirates and they're upset right. or, I mean, to, Keep continuing with that. I give you a lot of credit because this is this is. I think this is a good learning experience, not only for the Yanks but for us too. At least that's how I'm taking it. <laughs> hey, let's do it. Let's get into the games. Uh, and it, we might be a little high and tight on the games because there's also like, I think we're probably going to stumble into some prospect conversations. Our guy Brian Hoke tweeting out about an Austin Wells homer that had. Pereira and Peraza on base. And it was interesting. I thought it was interesting that he put all those details in the tweet. Because, you know, normally he wouldn't even report that kind of thing. But he thought he should report it. Yeah. Gee, I wonder why. Maybe because he should be doing that in the major league level. Like, let's try that out. You know what's kind of major league? The farmer's dog. The farmer's dog... uh, it's good to have them back because, A, they're Noodle's favorite partner we work with. Easily. He's a 1-1. One, one. Right? One, one. Noodle also gambles a little bit. He's a DraftKings guy, but he loves the farmer's dog. He makes crazy parlays. I'll send them to you. But the farmer's dog, you know why he likes it, Joes? Why is that? He eats it. Well, that's important. And it's delicious. The farmer's dog will deliver it right to your door. Fresh. Healthy dog food. It also sends food in pre-portioned specifically for your dog. There's a lot of different dogs. Name five different breeds of dogs right now. All right. Beagle, Pimple, Bulldog, uh, Terrier, uh, Doberman. Okay. That was an easy five. You think all those dogs should eat the... Sheepdog. You think all those dogs should eat the exact same diet? Impossible. That's impossible. That just ain't right. So Farmer's Dog gets the right food for your dog, whether they're a young pup or an old pup like me. Go get your dog some Farmer's Dog. And how's 50% off? Bang! Thefarmersdog.com slash Johnboy. You'll get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food and free shipping. Click the link in the description. I know we've had a bunch of our uh, friends that have dogs. Have signed up for it, and they were like kind of excited because they were like, "Ooh, have you ate this?" I've had a little bit of farmer's dog. They don't, they don't recommend that, but it's not for you. It's not for me. It's for Noodle. We're different dogs. Don't take his food away. 
Thank you, Farmer's Dog. Hey, if you got a dog, give him a shot. Give him a shot. Your dog just might like it. Um, all right. I got a burn for the first game. Second games, I kind of gave up just like the Yanks. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> the rivalry is back. I used to get straight bees. They used to call me Buzz. Brito Bayo in the Bronx. Top one. A Masataka mistake, and it's over. You like four in the first? How about three in the second? It's seven nothing Red Sox and the Yankees offenses. How do you say in French? A poo-poo. Yanks lose eight three final. I play a game with me ever since. Uh, you know, I, basically, I, I play this game. Okay. Every day as I watch the Yankee <laughs> game, interested. I try to see how fast does it take me to either turn off the game or mute the TV. <laughs> this one was muted quick. We were out of there quick. Why do you think that is? I first hate the Yankees. Um, and I think that... You kind of started that. No, I think his ability did. You're kind of directly correlated. I have no... That, that, wasn't, that wasn't my fault at all. He's pretty good. He's really good, and I I believe he had like eight or nine hits in this series alone against the Yanks. He, he loves hitting he against the Yankees. Loves it. He's okay. So <sighs> I was getting in my feels about this a little bit, and we're already getting off the game rails a little bit because what mattered in this game, anyways? Um, Devers like uh, he's he's going to be a historically. Great baseball player. You know, he's very yes. young. He's incredibly good. So, like, I... Dominican. I, I don't want to put this as, like, a Yankees, why didn't you get Devers? Like, franchises get players like Devers once every, you know, 25 years. If and they you should get keep a player him. like that. They like, should keep Yeah. But in a way, he represents everything, like, anti-Yankee. He plays the game with such fun. Like, he, he plays the game kind of, like, beautifully out of control. Like, he takes yeah. those big swings and... The other thing, he's got, he's improved. He's worked on himself. He's gotten better at third base. He made a couple diving snags in this game. He's a lefty. And he's a lefty. Yeah, it's like a lot of very That he he hits his homer today in the second deck on that curveball from Clark, and you're like, God, that's pretty. Anyways, um, I don't know, man. Like, what, what do you want to cover in this game? Brito gets popped. 2.16 earned runs. I would say I had a like a rant after this game. It wasn't necessarily a rant, and I posted it on YouTube, but I had like a a conversation. I guess you could call it a rant. I was upset. Right. Um, during the game, as the game was happening, uh, I was just upset about whether it's front office, and you know that we heard the the Ben Ruder news earlier in the week, right. And, and just a lot of different things. And I'm, I'm just looking at it as like, what's going on? Right. You know? And I just feel like there needs to be that owner separation. And I got into a whole conversation about how George actually kept people on their toes. And there was a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of disconnection, it felt like, from ownership to the fan base. Like, George would write a letter every year to the Yankee fans apologizing. <laughs> When they would get eliminated in ALCSs and ALDSs or like not doing well. I remember because Mike and the Mad Dog used to read that. And I, 
it just it, it just feels like there's a disconnection and there's like this carte blanche and this job security that's for everyone and for everyone and you know that picture where front you know the Yankee front office looks like a swamp like you know that Congress swamp is not a good look <laughs> I want the Yankees to not only care about the reason to not only care about, hey, you know, the regular season, there was this disrespect to the regular season almost, it felt like, Jake, like in past years. There is. And now everything's come to a head where it's kind of like, okay, well, now we got to make some changes. And we hope for changes, but there's really got to be a change in philosophy. There's got to be a change in mindset. And I went off about that, and I just uh, – I, it just, it just feels – and we don't want to sit here and just beat down the Yanks – that's the last thing we genuinely want to I do. I literally want to cheer for the Yanks. That's like <laughs> what I want to do. That's your favorite thing. That's my favorite thing to do. And we just haven't been able to. Yeah. So enjoy your summer, though, guys. <laughs> mm. uh, I mean, BBD, any thoughts on this game? I mean, Judge Homer's late. We will always root for that. Yeah, I mean, good, good to see Judge do stuff. DJ got two hits. Ian, Ian Hamilton has a very <clears throat> nice outing. Ian Hamilton, very nice outing. Really unfortunate for Johnny Brito to get just straight up tagged in this one. Like it was, it was nice to be able to just say, "Yeah, get those two Minnesota games out." And most of this year's been pretty yeah. good for him. And eh, this one's a blemish. But Glaber loses the ball in the transition. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that in autumn out, right? The focus needs to come back. Like people need to be on their toes for stuff. Like I I, I had I've got a good one today. Bro, Don Maddenly used to tell Derek Jeter, let's let's jog off the field because you never know who's looking. And he's talking about the owner. He's not yeah. talking about anybody else. Everybody was on their toes. <laughs> you know, and it just feels <laughs> like everybody's like lax and comfortable. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I need the Yanks to yeah, you know what? Maybe this year you're not gonna make the playoffs. But let's play with some pride and let's play like the pinstripes mean something, which they do. And, you know, I want the Yankees to be crab-like for the rest of the year. What do I mean, Jake? I want them to be crab-like. What crab -like. do you mean by crab-like? When you put crabs in a bucket, what do they do? They try to drag down the other ones. So you know what? Why don't the Yanks take, you know, play that spoiler role? Maybe that can bring some kind of fire. You're not going to the playoffs. And it's crazy to say a 280 million payroll team has to play spoiler, but you know what? Maybe you can learn. You can learn from that too. Hey, I don't want to be here next year like that. It's interesting because going into this weekend, I was wondering about that. Like you know, because it's still Yankees Red Sox. Like you know, would have been nice if the Yankees played with some fight, took two out of three, or you know, imagine if the Yankees swept and it was like, hey, screw you guys, come right? down here with us. Yeah, you're you're coming. Let's go see you in hell. But no, man, and that energy was never there. And the reason is, it's the same guys. It's why I love you're doing nothing yes. is crazy, Ranchos. Because you either needed to get MLB players a month ago, you didn't. And because you didn't, it's why Brian Hoke is tweeting about Austin Wells and Everson Pereira and Oswald Peraza. Like, why? I know the result you're yeah. going to get. With the current players. I know the result. Everyone knows the result. We've seen the result. 
So when was the deadline? August second. First, second, first, second. Might have been the first. Like nothing's been done from there. Like nothing happened at the deadline. They've rolled out the same operation. Listen to the radio, guys. Listen to the radio. Listen to John and Susan. Because they do enlighten me, and they look at things a certain way that maybe you don't see on TV. But I heard John and Susan talking, and they were talking about, like, bringing up kids. And she said, oh, I guess they don't want to do that because then they don't want to, like, wave the white flag on the season. And John says, well, they got to start winning games. And he said, you know what? Let me do math. And he pulled out. Oh, man. He pulled out his standings. He says, I'm going to look at losses. Right. The Yankees are eight games out in the loss column. And then he started looking at, let's look at all the teams that are on top of them. They're out of here. Like, he's basically looking, like, the Angels, the Red Sox, and the way that it's looking today, it's not looking promising. And they're like, they came in here a bunch of games ahead. Yankees are nine games out now as we speak here today. It's over. So what are we, like, what is this, like, waving white flag stuff? Like, if they actually, I get being on a sports team and fighting to the very end. You know, even yes. you know, how, however you get that fix in your life, whether it's, you know, maybe you play video games and like, hey, you're down, you're down 31 to 7 in Madden, but, you know, you keep throwing the ball and you hope you kick some onside kicks. Like, I get being on a sports team. I get being on a sports team, yeah. you play to the end. Like, that's... That's the spirit of sports that, but if they are trying to win, which they've continued to push, and you know, it's gotten to the level, I think Boone's most recent quote is miracle, because I think they have to go <laughs> 30 and nine to get to, get to 90 wins, 30 and nine, which this team has shown nothing close to that. In fact, I think that's why Michael K. loved bringing up the old harmonica story on today's broadcast. You might have missed this, Joe's. Uh, he told the story when Yogi Berra was manager. There's a dude that was playing a harmonica in the back of the bus. Oh, I think I remember hearing that story. And Yogi, Yogi said, hey, you know, can we cut that out back there? And the harmonica guy didn't hear him because he was playing the harmonica. So he asked Mickey Mantle. He's like, what would Yogi say? And Mickey told him, play it louder. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Linz. Playing the harmonica, <laughs> just a classic joke. <laughs> and there was a little bit of a scene in the back of the Yankees bus, apparently, because Yogi went back there. The harmonica got thrown, <laughs> but that Yankees team went on a crazy win streak after that. They went like thirty and twelve. So I think that's why Kay really wanted to bring that up. If you know this what? if this team wants to believe in a crazy miracle win streak. That means anything has to change. That means anything needs to be different. And everything. Like, <laughs> the kids, maybe they're not good. Or they're, they'd call them up and they'd be bad. But that's what we're seeing anyways. And Ooh. hey, what if they were good? If they Whoa! Were, I think the Yankees are a little afraid of them being good. If they're good, they make themselves an option for next and, season. Well, yes, but not not because of that. If they're good and we've suffered through all this, and everybody's like, "You haven't brought these kids up, and they're doing this," it's a weird. I, I've been looking at the schedule because 
you know the Yankees still thinking, hey, looking you know, we, we got we got a we got a run in them. So the reason I'm looking at the schedule is I'm trying to circle date on the schedule that the Yankees are gonna totally pivot and say, you know, start looking oh, toward next year. How are the Yankees viewing the calendar? Where they'll look at it and they'll say, hey. This wasn't our year. Like, we're on the calendar. Okay, interesting. This is a fun conversation. We're this is the, a good John Boy conversation. When do you think it is? So. I, I'm seeing the schedule, and I have, there's only the, there's only one date for me, but. September 3rd? September 3rd. After they just lost the series to the Astros. In Houston. I don't Maybe know. I, come home. I guess in my head, I thought there was a chance today's the final straw. Longest losing streak in, you know, since 1995. Yeah. In what was supposed to be the, if you want to be a part of this season, you need to go on, like, a win streak. You went on a losing streak. And it's the Red Sox, right? Like, there's something symbolic about that. That Remember when the Yankees lost to the Mets and they instantly traded for Benintendi? Mm -hmm. Like, I do think the Sox or the Mets can twist the knife a little more. That I don't know, I guess, call me a dreamer, but I, like, today's, in theory, a chance for that. Like, Friday, it, I know, was one of those, like, dates where, like, after that, like, guys won't lose rookie eligibility for next year, so that's why there's been some extra call-ups by other teams. I can't hear about rookie eligibility when, <laughs> what are we that's how, no, I know you're not, I know <laughs> you're not. Yes. But that's why you're seeing it from other teams. So I, Yankee, you can about, get on the train. We talked about that a lot last year, and now I'm. That's my least favorite Peraza conversation been? being in New York. Where's Peraza uh, been? Um, I do think there is a chance. I I don't believe in it, but I think there's a chance that they could be like, all right, we we got we got to call up at least one of the kids. Yeah, we can't we can't keep doing this. Day off, let them taste the gnats. Um. Otherwise, you're right. I mean, it's that Houston because they, they play the Nats at home and then it's a Tampa-Detroit-Houston road trip that the way this is trending, where we could potentially be by that Sunday-Houston game, holy cow. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, you know, we got the chat popping right now. Uh, thanks, everyone, that's in there. Love the chat. I saw someone said, I think it might have been our guy Tom Ace, he said the Yankees have more of a shot to go nine and thirty than thirty and nine, and yeah, <laughs> like if you had to place a bet on one, it's not even close. <laughs> I saw nine and thirty too. is the smaller return of the two. Important to just just so everyone knows, the harmonic incident has its own Wikipedia page, and I like that. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. I put it in the chat. If you're on. What about who are the pitchers who wife swats? Wife swap Fritz <laughs> Peterson and Ooh. Wife swap is crazy. That's that's close. Fritz Peterson and Mike Kekich. That was that was the day I knew we were friends, Joe's, when you asked to do that with Jess. What? Nothing I say should be important to anyone. There are two more games in this series. Um I didn't, I didn't burn them, man. I didn't have the fucking heart. I really didn't, dude. You tried. I watched you try. I had it up in front of me all game, and I just couldn't put words on the email where I write them because I'm a weird cat. 
I don't understand why. <laughs> There's a notepad app that he has, and he doesn't use it. He puts it in an email. Well, you want to know the original? There, we had a dream, and there's still a dream of this one day of doing a burn book at the end of the season that becomes oh. like kind of a collector thing that you can relive the season. So I used to, I'd type them up, and then I'd email them to Sam after. Does Sam read them all, you think? I think Sam reads them. She's read them. You know Sam reads them. Yeah, she reads them. Um, so, we hey, game two, we got a Cole day. Garrett Cole, ace of the Yankees. <sighs> Season on the line, too? That's crazy. Luis Urias, Red Sox deadline acquisition that I did break. Credit. Good job. Whoops. Uh, he turns on one from Cole. Grand slam. Four runs. Top two. Game's over. The game is... Man, that might be the toughest part. The toughest... That might be the toughest part, I feel so bad for people that do go to Yankee Stadium. (sighs) And I'm not going to give any shit to anybody that does go to the stadium. Because you want to go there... You obviously want to see the Yankees win. Right. Nobody wants to go to the stadium to see them lose unless you're like a Red Sox fan, you know. But. Do you want? Do you know what you honestly want when you go to a game? You want hope. Yes. Like you want, even if they lost, like, dude, that walk to the subway and being like, oh, that rally in the seventh, like, you know, that ball gets down the line and they could have had, had it tonight. That combo. There's no hope. They've trailed. What was the stat? They've been trailing the most innings in the MLB this season. In the second half. In the second so, half. I wouldn't. Would I be surprised if it's over the in full the year? Half. Makes me feel a little better because yeah, I was since, like, Holy since shit. the break. <laughs> For the whole year would be crazy. There's a lot of bad teams. Man, that's the late inning stuff. Okay, what's worse? <laughs> Here's a fun game. What's worse? The fact that the Yankees, that this Yankees team, if they go down 4 nothing early, there's no hope because the offense just doesn't have that. Okay. Is that worse than the fact that even if it's close late, we don't believe in them? Which one is worse? I think the close late. Just that there's like... Because that's any baseball team should have that. You, you they said, haven't stolen a win. You said that when we were sitting on the couch. You were like, even bad teams come back and win. I've got a bad Everybody relationship. Everybody steals a couple wins every year. I've got a bad relationship with the... I'm trying to beat the traffic crew, right? <laughs> they have been looking like geniuses. They've made out like yeah, foxes this they're year. They're up big this they're year. They're up catastrophic. Meanwhile, <laughs> I never leave the game, right? Like I stay. I've been at double headers, or the Yankees have mm-hmm. lost by double digits in both, and I've stayed there all nine innings, and that's not something I'm proud of. But those beat the traffic people this year, boy. They're having a big year. They're having a big year. Early pride of the Yankees, the beat the traffic. I mean, they beat the traffic. They've killed it. They've They've had a huge year. They've really killed it. They've had a huge year. Only one day was a moment of regret. Listening to that radio, kind of hoping the Yankees don't come back because you're in the car. With no traffic. <laughs> you won, Bob. Driving past Makem's damn bridge or whatever it is, just like, <laughs> oh god, I hope, oh, I really hope he doesn't hit a walk off. Guys, nothing's worse <laughs> after a loss, a bad loss, which they all are. Uh, when you're in traffic, dealing with it, sitting that for a while. Jonathan Luizaga, um, 
Pitches another clean inning. He's, I love him. He's been great since he's come back. Judge sure. hits another homer. Looks nasty. Uh, yeah, you mentioned that Devers guy. Wong hit a two-run oppo t- shot to make it six nothing. So yeah, I mean this is felt like the game was over before it started. Um, the Yankees had two hits in this game. One error. Stayed ahead. <laughs> That's a, those are the prerequisites. Low amount of hits, an error or two in there, a goof and a gaff. And that's the Yankees 2023, baby. Let's go. It's and been a week. Traffic. It's been a week of legitimately, like, can they hit, out hit their own mistakes? They're racing errors. They're, they've raced errors for a week. What was Today it, it was a race for a little bit. It was two to one pretty late in this game. Pre-game show this week, mm. last game against the Braves. What was it that I said that I wanted? Well, what to watch for? Mm. My what to watch for was... Can we play a clean nine-inning game? Mm. Like, just clean, wire to wire. I'm not even saying win. Right. Just a clean game. And it it was too much to ask for as well. Well, and that brings us to today. And, um, hmm. Today was a classic sweep. It's a prime game, which every Yankee fan does a little head tilt. We humans don't like breaking their routines. So, okay, hop over there. Hey, and the Yankees' keys to the game. You know, Paul O'Neill talking at the start of the game, <laughs> little loopy. Yeah. Little <laughs> Michael, little hey, how are you? You know, one of his keys to the game. I'm to tell you what, from Paulie, was uh, he was like, hey, you can't, you can't let Devers beat you. That's one of the three keys. Like, you know, you can't let Devers get you. And when he hit, as majestic and beautiful as a lefty homer is supposed to look at Yankee Stadium. A, a hanging curveball just leaned into it. Hope wasn't gone because that was expected. Of course. And then Clark did settle in. Clark looked pretty good today. Uh, he had some good stuff. Uh, gets a little bad luck in that sixth inning. Higgy hits a homer. I always love when Higgy runs into one. Love a Higgy that was homer. a fun inning because everyone had the same swing. It was um, <laughs> uh, it was Volpe, Volpe flies Higgy, out. and then DJ. Volpe and DJ didn't have the power to get it out. Higgy did, um, which I thought that was interesting. Paulio was going into a rant. He's like, hey, one day Volpe will be stronger and those will go. Did, ju- did Judge did. do it to that inning? I think I think it was I think all he turned four. on a little more, it, but it was yeah, more, but another fly to center. So it's a tie game. Red Sox put a a little rally together in the sixth that is also highlighted by a Volpe throwing error because Glaber kind of gives him a a bad toss. I think that's fair to say. Um, He's it was in a, t- a between spot where you could tell Glaber was thinking, "Am I too far to toss it, or mm-hmm. do I need to kind of whip it?" And he went for the toss. Volpe airmails it, runs scores. Volpe's been good this year, so he gets a pass, and because of that, is why I blame the toss. Um, it has his his worst defensive moment since I don't know, been a long yeah, time. he's been so. he's been solid. He was and unfortunately, he's trying to make a play like. He's, right. he's trying to rush a double play. I'm not, not going to come at the arm or anything. Like, he's trying to make a play, and sometimes that's how errors happen. Like, that's, that's baseball yeah, that's a little it. bit. Um, Glaber hits the answering homer. It's 2-2. Two to two. And then, in the seventh, they walk the bad man. 
Why would you pitch to Devers, who was three for three on the day at that point? It's the right move. You've got Mike King out there. Um, the Red Sox bunted. I think that's important for something that we didn't talk about game two that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, so they walked Devers. Justin Turner, right on right. Mike King, first pitch. Um, tries to throw the sweeper. Just stays up. Stays up. It doesn't sweep enough. Justin Turner, pretty swing. Barrel. Uh, Three-run homer. Okay. Good vibes at the stadium. This is probably it, right? <laughs> Schreiber comes in for the Sox. Uh, gets, starts to get squeezed by the ump. What's part of the story of this game? The ump strike zone changed. After the sixth inning, which was kind of bizarre. Then he got bored. <laughs> he just, just said, wanted to spice it up a little bit. Swap it up. Uh, Bader infield single. McKinney four-pitch walk. And then Volpe, homers. Pretty swing. That was nice. That's the swing. That's what I tweeted out. That's the one, man. That kind of line drive the other way. That's going to treat you real good. Just, just do that. That's pal. gonna treat you real good, kid. Right field will treat you way better than left field. Uh, they get a little rally, so it's tied at fives. They get some more action on the bases. Stanton flies out to end it. Um, Clay Holmes comes in. <sighs> Stanton? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> um, they get Devers. Devers is up two men on. It's like, I've seen this story before. I know it's coming. Nice play by IKF. Uh, they didn't look to turn the double play, and I want to talk about Yankees' defense in a minute. It's, it was a nice play by IKF, and I don't know if they turned the double play, but they, Glaber didn't even try. He kind of looked the runner back at third. Mm. So I don't know if he was thinking about the runner scoring. I'm, I'm interested in that play. Mm. I'm more mad that Rortvet, before that happened, um... Reyes single and then stole first pitch. Rortvet without a throw. Like the defensive specialist that it's the ninth inning. I know Clay doesn't do you a ton of favors, yeah. but if you're Ben Rortvet, like that's your trick. That's your party trick. Like even if the runner is going to beat you, like you should be coming into the game like, watch this. This is what I do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this guy at second. I'm going to throw the best throw you've ever seen and get the runner and get the out and change the momentum of the game. He didn't even come out of his squat. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know. Like that just felt wrong. Throw. That just felt I, wrong. It doesn't... It did we ever get, like, a, like a slow-mo on it or, like, a show, like... Did he get, like, the best jump ever? And it like, was a jump. Like, <sighs> like, maybe, like, maybe there was no shot. I, I never saw the wide shot. I, they, they gave us one th- angle of it, and it, it wasn't... How about this? The throw. It didn't make It didn't make me give the audible reaction of, like, oh, that's a... Oh, sometimes you see that. He got that jump. Um, I think Pudge had a quote saying, I always make the throw. Pudge. (laughs) He makes the Runner can come off the bag. Like. There's a lot of stuff. um, So, yeah, those combined in the same inning. And those two things just doesn't feel like other teams do that. You know? Um, Anyways, Greg Allen comes up. Oh, you forgot about the, well, the replay, right? And the replay. Okay, so we've got two IKF topics. Let's let's go on to the second half of the show. 
Okay. And I think we'll cover it in some pride and awards because we've got two IKF moments between the replay and the bunt that we haven't talked about. And you're wearing the IKF shirt from our store that is one of our best shirts. It's one of our best shirts. It's a nice shirts. color. What's the color yeah. you call this? Like, IKF would look sick in that shirt. But he also would be like, why are you wearing a It's shirt? a little tasty to wear your own shirt. I think Bader's why, done it. Don't blame him. Yeah, that's why Clark wears the Bader right. shirt so much. You like to hype your teammates. Um, go get yourself a shirt at our store. But also, manscape your downstairs. Um, Salmon is not a color. There's a... Um, it's a fish. I manscape. Um, I tell the people about it. I've got a unique pattern down there. Um, something to do with airplanes. Uh, mm. take care of your downstairs, uh, whether it's for you, whether it's for someone else, uh, you'll feel good about it, you know, uh, and the leaders in manscaping and below the waist grooming, they now have a beard hedger pro kit. They're going a step further with the brand new handyman like that a lot, an electric face shaver for a quick and convenient way to achieve a clean Shaven look, whether you're looking to sharpen up your neckline or give your face that smooth finish, the handyman has you covered. And with code Yanks at manscaped.com, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code Yanks at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping. Click the link in the description. Hey, Jake, how about if, uh, if the Yankees don't make the playoffs? How about if we shave Jimmy with Manscaped? Head to toe. Head to toe if the Head Yankees to don't make the playoffs. If the Yankees you don't think make he'll the agree playoffs. agree to that? Of course. I um, got a little naked this weekend. <laughs> a little. And thank God I was manscaped. Oh. I was wondering, like, you don't Is have, able to like, be a, a fun conversation for the fellas. I got some arm hair, but it's not. Here? Like, you're just. I also, I finally got a tan this summer. It's my mm. first time going outside these past two weekends. And my arm hair is now like the same color of my skin. So that was a little talking Jake hair update. Masking. Hair update. On our store, that color, Joe's, is called watermelon. I don't, I don't it's what? Watermelon. Watermelon? Okay. Also I just read not, this. I just not read technically the store, a color. I am not calling. I am never referencing this as a watermelon color. Joe's, it's Sunday. Well, watermelon is green. The outside, the outside of watermelons mostly green. When you first Stereotypically see it. green. There is a sea The foam. inside, though, traditionally a color similar to that. Right, Actually, right. usually you wanted a brighter red than that, no? Yeah, I don't know. So it's like a deeper red, ideally. I'd say salmon. Stop salmon. <laughs> Flow blue <laughs> is one of the colors that comes in. I think I go first. Heathen season. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Man, there's a couple ways you could go, huh? Yes. Um, you know what? I'm going to take an interesting angle on it. I'm going to go Clark Schmidt. Um, yes. This was a big start for him because he had just gotten rocked. Like, Clark Schmidt had put together a really good season. Mm. Um, he faced his hometown Atlanta Braves. 50 people in the crowd got rocked. Got rocked. That's tough, man. That's a lot of different emotions. I thought it was interesting. Paul was talking about it, and our guy Justin Shackle was talking about it. That he said, he, how do you phrase it? He was like, I learn a lot 
when I play against really good teams. He's like, that's when I learn the most. Because then you, you know, Yankees talk a lot about pitches and, you know, the shape of pitches. And, yes. You know, we've seen a lot of pitches try a cutter and then, you know, use it or come back to it. And when should I use it? When, where should it be located? That kind of thing. I think what Clark Schmidt was describing, you know, pitch sequencing. That used to be talked about on the broadcast so much, right? Like when they were talking about a veteran pitcher. And they'd always say the line like, you know, you know, these... Some of these old pitchers, they talk about the game differently. Yeah. Like, we couldn't even hold a conversation with them. You know, we'd say this, you know, you know, run that, run that two-seamer in and bang a slider away, right? And they're like, oh, they see the game at a totally different level. The way Clark described it made it sound like he was a young pitcher learning the tricks of the trades and pitch sequencing and things like that outside of the realm of... And maybe I'm digging too deep into the Yankees analytical stuff because there's obvious they're an easy target right now. Very. But it felt like Clark Schmidt was learning from pitching, and that's traditionally what has worked yes. in the past when you're a young ball player. Uh, and hey, like I said, Devers pops him in the first, and that's got to be one of those, come on, <laughs> really? And he settles in. He has a nice day. He even punched out uh, eight guys on a good Red Sox lineup. I give him a bit, I give him a lot of credit, all the credit in the world for his ability to come back. Um, this year, when we went to go see him, and Baltimore trip feels like so long ago, um, but for what we've seen there, right. and then what he is now, and where he couldn't even get lefties out, right? Um, then now he's like actually legit upset that he gave up a homer to Devers, who's yeah. killed the Yankees. Then that's actually, you know, I gotta, I gotta always give him some flowers for that man because he he came a long way and that's why I think John said on the radio broadcast as I was driving in it was he was saying you know I don't think I'm worried too much about you know Clark I think he knows how to you know how to uh, how to rebound I think he's learned that this year and there is something to kids learning their lumps at a big league level we've seen hmm. that with Volpe I think so. You seen it with Volpe? I think you learned through experience as well. I don't know. I wish, I wish, but the analytics doesn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I <laughs> closing the Clark loop a little yeah. bit. Um, we kind of, I think we all did like a little eyebrow shrug. I think there was some stuff early on in Yankees camp that it was like Clark Schmidt's the most confident guy in the clubhouse. Mm. And you're like, what? Like. I don't know, like, Big G, I bet he can walk pretty tall. Yeah. Like, you know, Stanton, uh, Judgy, like, you know, Garrett Cole, a lot of confident there's guys. There's different flavors of what confidence could mean. Right. We're interested. We, were one, we kind of all tilted our heads, like, oh, Clark, huh? Like, he's he's that guy? And I, I think you kind of saw a little bit of that today, and that's one of those things that's why it can be important to be an athlete and have that confidence that if Clark came in and was facing the Red Sox, like, ooh, you know, I've had a nice season. I hope the wheels don't fall off. Mm -hmm. And then Devers clips them. Then all the dark thoughts come in. Clark Schmidt came out and was like, I'm going to shut down the socks today. Yes. And he more or less did. I like more or less did. It's good pride. Do you have a pride of the Yankees? I do. I do. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go with Volpe. I okay. think. Okay. I talked earlier about the pinstripes meaning things. Mm. And mm. I <laughs> talked about. You know, playing with pride. I talked about 
being like a crab in a bucket, kind of, because I think the Yankees should probably I must have embody that, that a little bit. I think I missed that part. <sighs> but I think that <laughs> he would learn. Maybe he's not going to the playoffs this year. But I think that he would learn something if the team would attack the schedule, the rest of the schedule, as if like, yo, you know what? We're going to play our best brand of ball. We're going to try to, you know, try to play our best day today. We're going to try to go one and no today. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I get a lot of that energy from him. Um, you know, whether it's how much he's calmed down on defense, whether I would love to see him walk a lot more, which, if anything, it makes me more excited for what Vol- the finished product of what Volpe is going to be because I don't right. think that's – I don't think we're there yet. No. You know, he's starting to get comfortable. He's starting to feel like I can hit up here a lot. You know, and he, when he hit that three-run homer today, boy, like, it just, yes, it was power, but it felt like it was exuding confidence. And going the other way and seeing it go out there that way, I. On a I line. Love that. On a line. Love that. Um, stay with that. Stay with the line shots. I love that. And I feel like he's playing like he's got the most pride. It's because he is. Uh, I think. Um, I think right after he hit it. As he starts to run, he lets out a little, like, woo or a little let's go or, like, fuck yeah, like, one of those things. Um, I think you can see that on the replay. And then when it gets out, he gives, like, a little, you know, fist pump. Like, he he could be a lot of fun down the stretch because I do think the pressure is going to be off. Like, in our heads, it already is. I I think the Yankees are starting to actually realize it. Like, it's, it's over. Sova. Sova, Hova. And I think Volpe, Volpe pressed at a lot of times this year. Oh, he did. And I get it, man. Like, actual Yankee fan playing shortstop for the Yankees, getting slid up the lineup on a tough Yankees team. Like, yes, he was going to be pressing. That a relaxed experience Volpe the rest of the way, it would, would love to get a couple heaters out of him to get excited for next year. Um, and yeah, man, he, uh, it's, it's a bummer that this season is tough because, you know, even his, that kid's got a million dollar smile, huh? He does. And when he hits a homer and he's botsing around and he's, you know, he's kind of little, so he's bouncing around the dugout, kind of like the little brother that just homered and he's got a big smile and he's telling Garrett he hit a homer and Garrett's like, good job, kid. Shut up. Garrett doesn't do that. Um, I don't know. Like I, our hearts were open. Our our hearts are still wide open for Volpe. Um, they never got closed. It was just like okay, you know, the product wasn't great early on, and we wanted to talk about that. Um, Anthony Volpe can and still is going to grab a lot of heartstrings, and I hope you know there's a chance he could do that at the end of this season if yeah. he plays with a little. You know, with that fire and he has a couple hot streaks, like Yankee fans will like cl- like let him in our hearts and like close the door. Like you're yeah. you're on the bus, bud. Right. You, you can be – he has a chance to make this offseason like not a conversation. It isn't anyway, but like we don't even have to deal with annoying people being like we should move. Like it would be like, it would be pretty sick if the offseason conversation is like, ooh, what do you think Volpe can do next year? You know, I would love to have that about more kids. I mean, <laughs> go ahead and bring them up. You know, that would be awesome if you would do that. You know, to share in 2016 at the Yankees sold talk about, oh, well, these kids are energizing. There's at least two that are already on the 40, man. It excites people when other kids are getting their first. 
Right? Know? Like, that can energize the rest of the team. It would... Down the stretch, the 2016 team that sold was actually kind of fun. They were... They, like, th- actually threatened to get Gary into the playoff went nuts, picture Like, week. Bird like, was going nuts, yeah, too, like, right? like, Judge had his homer, and people were excited for that, and... Tyler Austin. Yeah. He's still doing big things. Yeah. Well, mostly overseas. Yes. Right? Hey. Hey. Make a, make a little chat. Wish I was. Um, did you do a prep? You did, Volpe. Yeah, we Volpe. just had that whole conversation. Yes, that's that's what that's this what was. My pride. Met someone this weekend who played, uh, played like summer ball with Volpe. Volpe, obviously, Volpe played up three years. And they said... <sighs> Whole time, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's been good the whole way. Volpe was playing up. They were all like joking I about played, how much smaller he was, but then they'd also be like, "And you're going to be shortstop for the Yankees." And now it's happening, right. and that's got to be crazy for him. His whole life, people have been joking about that, and it's right. happening. It's real. Um, I played up All Stars one year. It was like the coolest thing that had ever happened to me. It was nasty, nasty Joe's. You've seen it. I never have. Blitzball battle one. Um. Yankee. You Yankee motherfucker. Yankee MFR. Um again, there's options. There are. Are you going first? I'm going first. Uh, I'm gonna do some kind of mean. That's what the award is. I'm going to do this because I think it's like full circle on a meme. And if you're one of the kids that still, you know, I don't, I don't run as hard on the Twitter slash X streets like I used to. Maybe I would be if the Yankees were good. I don't know. The new Yankee meme should be ninth inning, Boston Red Sox, Yankees, Kenley Jansen on the bump, couple ducks on the pond, two outs. Ben Rortvet comes up, and the image on the screen is his stats, and the batting average was sitting at 098. I see. You know, all right. He's, he went 0 for 8 this series, so I think it's a little warranted either way. I know he got thrown in as a defensive sub. There's no one else on the bench. That feels mean. It's they a double it's a, switched. He could have been... He would have had to come up sooner then, but it's um. They didn't want Stanton in the outfield. They let it Fallon in the game. We talk. We want to see kids given opportunities, right? And I'm not saying like the book is closed on Ben Rorvet. You know, he's supposed to be a defensively stud catcher. We've seen him uncork a couple throws that have been sick. Everyone kind of dreams about a lefty catcher, right? We dream about yeah. lefties all the time on this show. Yeah, talking lefties. Um. It's a different show I do. Yeah. <laughs> to see Ben Rorvet come up in that spot was tough. I, I felt bad for him. So that's where I like, it's it's kind of a mean, unfair MFR. Um, but yeah, man, he, uh, I've heard the word around the office used that his offense has been pedestrian. Wow. And that's tough. That's Pesca- really tough. Pescatarian. That's fishy. Um, that's sad. So I'm sorry. It's a it's a mean one. Um, but yeah, he uh, for collectively stat- his MLB stats, he deserves one. Just 
as a cumulative thing. You're trying to fill up the column. Sorry, Ben. Okay. Do you have a Yankee MF for? I do. I'll, I'm, I, this also feels kind of like because, you know, he's never felt this kind of season before. Oh. I'm going to go Garrett Cole. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know what's been going on with you and the Red Sox. I need you to shut them down. Um, because Devers loves facing you, and loves the him. Red Sox are way too comfortable with against Garrett Cole. It, there is no, like, oh, they're facing Cole. Like, no, it's not like that. That feeling that we used to have when Chris Sale would come in the building, like, that's the, mm. that's the feeling that I want for the Red Sox to feel against Cole. And it's not like that, and it's never been like that. They just feel like, hey, we're super comfortable against this guy. Yeah. And then, you know, he talked to Sevy. He was a good coach last week, talking to Sevy and doing all that. And then, you know, four four innings later, your next start, you know, you're out. That sucked. Especially the night before, the way that they lost. You expect them to be a stopper. But you always feel that these long losing streaks, the reason you have your aces is to prevent these long losing streaks from happening. I guess this is why it has not happened since 95. So I put that on you, Pop. I do. I put that on you. Um, Heaviest is the head that wears the crown. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true. we, We had a couple games on in the lounge today and they were showing Max Scherzer's stats uh, when he's pitched in games uh, when his team has lost the previous three games, and he was like, you know, he was like twenty three and ten with a two some ERA, and it's like, yeah, that's that game means a little more. Yeah, that game means a little more. So, and going into, I guess, two starts ago now, the Miami start, they were showing like it, Cole had some stopper numbers going in the last two. He was good in the Miami game, so not full blame, but they do lose that one, and then this start was just. Probably his worst of the year. Do um don't get me wrong. A lot of his stuff is run support related, but I just felt like in this one against the Red Sox, you're back at home. The building's packed. It's not like it's not. Yeah. Like let's shut it down. And I get it. You know, sometimes you get pop, but are we? It's a bad game for that line. Am I am I too zonked right now? Are you are you excited if Cole gets a Cy Young? Yeah. Yeah, I still like personal awards from you know for the team I right. root for. Why not? I was happy for Judge last year. I would be happy for Cole, but it it does feel like if you don't make the playoffs, it has like this feeling of like okay. Do you think that's going to be a twist? Like, because I know it's been talked about already a little bit around Yankee fans in the you know our office and things like that. Like, do you think when we look back, that's going to twist the knife a little more? Like, Garrett Cole got a side young that season, like. Of course. Yeah. The reason why I get so upset and why I'm so passionate about why the Yankees are here in 2023 with what you had in 2017 is because you had all of this money in the world to spend. Right. You had all of this optimism and all of that stuff. And for this to be the result 2023, you're wasting the primes of Judge. And um, you're supposed to win in this window. That's why you pay these guys this money. Right. Right. Yes. Technically, you should have won in the window where Judge wasn't making money yet. Right. Things happened. But you sh- maybe by now you should have at least made a World Series. Maybe. I 
there's a good argument that the Yankees should have made a World Series in the past 14 years. At least one? The standard was kind of the standard. Yeah. You were talking about George writing apology letters if they didn't win the World Series. To the fans. Now, the owner doesn't understand why people are mad in June when they were trying to, like, nip this in the bud early. Man, is that an all-time... That's That's bad. an all-time one, man. That was a bad quote. To, to kind of come at the people and have it have it be the worst it's ever been. It was it was bad in the immediacy of that quote, and then it only aged worse. Because there was a part of me that liked the quote. Because I, I kind of liked how being like, <laughs> we're the Yankees, bro. That's what I, I can't we'll get I this can't, right. I can't wait to tell them when we've won 94 games that, you know, Told we, you so. we were good. Oh, it didn't happen this year because, and again, that disrespect of the regular season has been there for years, though. You know what rich, powerful people don't like? To be told. Being told they're wrong or yeah. getting embarrassed. And that quote, like, people are going to, like, yell that at hell. Interesting. Do you think Boone's gonna get fired? <laughs> That's kind of nice. They're gonna they're gonna fucking blame somebody. They finished below five hundred, which they're currently four under. I'm gonna be honest. The rebuilding of the and this doesn't have to do only with the manager or whatever. I think the GM on down changes have to happen all the way through the minor leagues and the teachings and yeah. everything. Like if you had to, you know what's you know what's fucked up? Okay. Read article about the Yankees and their deadline and stuff. Allegedly, Cashman was begging to sell, which we know he's done before, and he's only been cleared to do once before. Mm. Like, not that he's in the best standing, not trying to defend what he did yeah, do, because no. then he didn't buy either. But like, and I think that's why that's why Hal can't say anything to him like that mm. because he's he was telling yeah. him if and the, that's and he true. Said he's safe. If but you there's a side there's a side of it for house side is like nah nah make it work. I gave you how many years I gotta give you right. 280 million dollars, Pop? Like make it work. This year, you're gonna live in it. Figure it out. If you had to place a do something. This is this is financial. If you had to place a DraftKings bet, Aaron Boone to be fired by the Yankees, would you bet yes or no? I'd bet, I'd bet yes, because you can't do nothing again. Doing nothing is crazy. Nothing's crazy. And doing nothing in the offseason would be insane. They I was already... listening to Jimmy, and when Jimmy said, I was looking at next year in the free agency, and I was like, I don't know what yeah. changes. There's not like a dream two moves to be made, and it feels like we're fixed. The Yankees finished below 500, finishing last, which feels like we're heading towards. They're going to blame Some's somebody, gotta, and they already did the hitting coach. Something's got to change, and they did that. What was that weird meeting? They said, they oh, said yeah. Boone, Hal, and Cash had a meeting, and it, they said they were sad. What was the actual quotes? Uh, Aaron Boone said he met with Hal and Brian Cashman a couple days ago. He said mm -hmm. they discussed the direction of the organization. He admitted they're all frustrated by the Yankees' performance. You are the Yankees. What are they talking about? 
<laughs> I'm just wondering, like, what they say? What did they talk? We need to ask Boone. What did you guys talk about? Like, I want, how long were we in there? Were there topics? Was there a presentation? How did the meeting start? What'd you think? Who kicked it off? You think it was like a whole, What topics got covered in that direction of the team? Oh, write that down. The meeting wasn't scheduled. It was like an impromptu, like, Boone walked into the office, and he was talking, and Crashman was talking to Hal, and they just closed the door, and he just looked at it, he's like... What went wrong here, guys? Like, you think it was I, like just a water cooler thing? Like it just happened? They were like, in, huh. in, in his office, it we became a tough, meeting. Huh? Oh, okay. So it became pretty official. It became a meeting. Like, let's sit down and talk about it. I think that they were talking, and he walked in, and he and he had a meeting, maybe with Boone to talk about maybe bringing up somebody, maybe. And he just walked in, and and he was talking to Hal, and he's like, yeah, turn me around real quick. And like, you know, they're talking on Facetime, really close. Like how they like to do sometimes, so you can only see like only the top part of their face. But then he probably said, "Hey, what what went wrong? This is bad. Tough year today, huh? Tough year this year. Regular old awards. Regular old awards. Regular old awards. Still, they're brought to you by our merch store. I mentioned Joe's shirt already. Go get yourself one. Um." My first award. My first kiss went a little like this. You know that song? Mm-hmm. Um, my first award is the, the str- right out of the oven award. Right out of the oven? Right out of the oven. He's hot. Right out of that oven. He's hot. Or oh, he's baked. Huh. Could be one. In there. I don't know if this is a good award or a bad one. Hmm. I think you can get this one. Baked? That's not the award. It's not the award. <laughs> Straight. Who's <laughs> right out of the oven? Right out of the oven, Joes. Okay. Um. Hmm. Jimmy is screaming the answer at home. You think right so? Home. Yes. Yeah. Knowing this affects his record. This affects his record? Yeah. Kind of want to get it wrong. <laughs> Joe's. It's not the game. Okay. All right. Right out of the oven. I'm going to go with. How many guesses do I get? One. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to guess. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Judge. Just name, just name the big fella. Yeah, he's out of the oven. Joe's fresh out of the oven, hot. <laughs> Maybe they just came back to the team from the IL, and they were perfect for five point one innings, and their nickname's Lasagna. Johnny Laza. Lasagna. Um. Yeah, I mean, we still have no, to, we still have to talk about one big thing. Um, but man, Johnny Laza, I don't know, man. Johnny's fun when he's right. Uh huh. He's looked pretty good. He's we done had, nothing wrong. We had that original Boone quote. Remember when him and him and Judge were getting loose together, and Booney was all excited because he's like, "That's might be the toughest pitcher Judge is gonna face." Like Johnny looks, 
I think he, he had a he had a weird Yankee quote where he's like he looks playoff ready, which means they just have different standards for playoffs and regular season, which is part of the problem that we've tried That's to talk issue. about. Um, playoff ready could be like literally no at bats right off of the IL, like just getting in. <laughs> That's also playoff ready. So he actually he gives up his first hit, and it was one of those baseball will always be baseball. I think Trevor Story was in like an O for twenty. And Johnny Laza had a 5.1 perfect game going, and Trevor Story gets the hit. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I wanted to give out something half-happy, and Johnny's got that. I'm happy for him. He's back next year. Um, okay. Do you have an award? I do. Looks good. I have a that's none of my That's none of my business award. That's none of my business award. This is a good Joe's McFly themed award. It is. It's one of your favorite phrases. It is. I've stolen that phrase from you. It's okay. Because when you use it right, it's pretty impactful. Pretty impactful. <laughs> um, I will go with Isaiah Kiner Falefa. No. Okay. King Middleton. Why am I giving that award, you think? Everybody's saying, oh, doing nothing is crazy. You guys did nothing at the deadline. He's been kind of solid. Yes. And he's like, listen, I was dealing with stuff with the White Sox already. This energy right now is none of my business. I'm trying to get, trying to put my ducks on a row. Yeah. Free agent, and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to pitch the best that I can and the opportunities that I have. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give him an award because I feel like a lot, it's, it would be kind of tough. If you come to a deadline, you come over to a new team, and everybody's like, you ain't do shit! <laughs> and he's the one that they got. Right. And now he's like, I'm, it's none of my business. I, I'm just trying to do my job. Now he's 8.2 innings, 10 Ks. He's only given up one earned run. Yeah, I, I talked about him a little last episode. I was like, get, get, those, get those numbers up, kid. Like, you're going to be pitching in games that, you know, the pressure will be off. Yes. Come into some good lanes, mow some people down, hit free agency at the right time. Yeah. Everyone should root for that for yeah. players. Got a pretty drippy savant. Get some good numbers sure. in. Get yourself an extra like two mil. Sure. That's your rate. Oh, yeah. How much did he talk about possible IKF contract? Somebody's uh, going to pay him something let's, stupid. No let's, where, let's save, save that it for, for November. Let's save that for the <laughs> offseason. Save that. Remember the, remember the original DJ LeMahieu contract? Let's make that look like a fucking joke. Let's save that for the offseason. OPS is in the sixes. Um, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> My last and final award. Okay. One of the most prestigious awards you can give out. Um, and Joe's, you should get this, by the way. You should get this. Avrex. So many hints. You no. should get this. Okay. Um, I am going... Uh, to give out the A Man, A Plan, Panama Canal. A man, a plan, Is Panama that the Canal? phrase? A man, a plan, a canal, Pam Panama. It's the same thing forwards as backwards. It's okay. one of those like funny oh. word things, yeah. A man. Palindrome. Palindrome. Okay. Panama Canal. 
which means it allows for easier passage. I would say the emphasis is on plan and like BBD has alluded to. There's I there's been some hints. Multiple big hints. Wow, he really stared at me like that. He like looked through my soul. Why do you think that was? I don't know. I think he'd be upset if I didn't get it. Um Panama Canal. Panama. Have you given this award before? I don't think so. We've talked palindromes before. I have to assume palindromes have come up. Have you only given this person awards for palindromes? No. So this is a new person. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. Okay. I got to guess. I got to guess. Shot clock. I'm going to go with Five, a pitcher. Four. Three. My king. DVD, who's the award going to? IKF. How does he know? It's going to IKF. I So a couple of the hints you missed is I've constantly said we need to talk about him. B, whenever I normally he guess a guy, that. that means they're on my mind. He did say that. I wore the shirt, too. And that's why BBD was staring through you, because you're wearing an IKF shirt. So Is that why you also guessed IKF for my thing? Yes. Were you going to change it again? No more questions. So, in game two, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, who I hope he gets a big contract this free agency. He was our fifth hitter. Sure. He had a nice little hot stretch. Mm. You know, one of the Yankees that has had a nice stretch of baseball. You know, a month and a half, two months, I can't played some good ball. He comes up as our fifth hitter, which in Carlos Stanton on second, on first, excuse me. Why'd you laugh, BBD? Why'd you laugh? You know, it's <laughs> fifth hitter. Plans. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton walks. The Yankees are down four runs, by the way. Giancarlo Stanton is one of the slowest position players in baseball these days. IKF first pitch after a seven-pitch walk to Stanton. Squares to bunt. He pops it up. Stanton gets his, you know... The ship starts moving one direction. The ship's moving one direction. Pops it up. Caught. Double play out. That's when things get interesting. Because, you know, we do this, and then we play a fun game, right? It's normally the, ooh, did that come from the dugout? You're down four. Did IKF, you know, did he see something in the defense so he was trying to get a good bunt down? And then, you know, if he does... We'd be singing his praises, right? Like, ooh, IKF snuck that bunt in against them. It started the Yankees' rally. You know, a bunt done right can get you hyped. A bunt done wrong. And then we get get the quotes after the game that the Yankees, you know, they liked the opportunity to bunt their, which is confusing because, like you said, they're down four and the Yankees traditionally don't like to bunt. And, you know, it's been proven that it doesn't help rallies. And there's still a, you know, very few situations where the sack is the play. This is opinion based. I, th- I still think there's a time and a place for bunting in baseball. I think it's a lot less than what it used to be. I don't think it was this situation. And then they said that one of the reasons the bunt was more in play was that the pitcher, Cutter Crawford, struggles fielding bunts. 
So they said they were essentially playing for the error a little bit. Which I don't think I've ever heard that. I know, you know, when CC started getting older and he was kind of, his knee was banged up, teams would test him because they were like, hey, if you're going to be out there, you know, we, we kind of need, need to see you, see you do it. And we saw CC get frustrated a couple times. Yankees didn't bought on Kurt Schilling, who had one leg. <laughs> that got caught up. That got brought up this, this weekend. Um, I don't know, man. I think we have. Another thing I'm excited for for the next month and a half or so, I think stories are going to come out, Joes. You t- you mentioned Ben Ruda. Yeah. Talking about the minor leagues. We saw Judge's hitting coach, Teacher Man, come out mm-hmm. this weekend and give his thoughts on why the Yankees' approach is poor, for lack of a better term. And then we hear that we've got a, we've got a bunt strategy that brings in pitchers' errors percent chances. I I, I don't like, know, man. I didn't like the explanation. Number one. Okay. <laughs> That's number one. I didn't like that. Number two. Okay. I, I, another thing that I did not like was the actual bunt attempt on the first pitch after you, he just walked Walk. somebody. It's just, I'll be honest, I could talk to We Got Ice. and They've been at, you know, the Little League World Series. Right. Uh, the entire weekend, and I tell you what, I bet you they haven't seen that not once. And it kind of sucks that that's what the Yankees are doing. I've never heard, I mean, it's not hits. You're playing for errors. Playing for the error Cut. in big league baseball? And I think... Cut- like, Yeah, they are going for the hit, and they, they their thought was worst case, he's fairly likely to throw it away. And I think he's only done that twice. And they've... For- they forgot that, like, oh, they don't have their guys practice bunting. So. I don't know, man. That's, and uh, they ask IKF about it, and his answer is, well, you guys saw Volpe also go for a bunt later that we didn't get down. Like, well, two wrongs don't make a right, man. I don't know. I don't know. Came from the team. I don't know. Um, if the team actually. I'm viewing it in almost an optimistic way where I'm excited to see the worse it gets, the more stories are going to come out. And I kind of want the stories at this point. I like stories. Cause teacher man's tweet was interesting, right? Like I, I don't know everything about it, but it's kind of around a lot of the concepts we've been saying this year that the Yankees, they don't believe in the actual result. Like they don't, you know, they just want the highest exit velo possible. That will lead to the most results. Because there's a correlation between high velo and hits, but they're taking out the part of baseball of trying to barrel it and hit it on a line that also leads to that leads to singles and doubles in the gap and things like that. You know, the traditional if you've watched baseball, you've seen these. You know, someone gets beat on a fastball away, but if they're a good hitter, they throw the bat at it. Like the Yankees don't believe in that. They've eliminated they don't the part where approach. baseball happens. Like they don't, they don't believe in baseball. Literally, the guy behind you, <laughs> Derek Sanderson. Derek Jeter. Sanderson. He's Jeter. not in the no. room. It's a poster, people. Yeah. Otherwise, we would let him talk once at least. At least once. Yeah. The open invite. You retired his number because of his approach. He did not lead the organization in hits or get to three thousand hits. 
by just only thinking, let me hit the ball hard every single time. I'm sure he wanted to hit the ball hard. He generally hit the ball hard, yeah. But he had an approach of hitting it the other way. I don't understand what's so bad with that when so many of your Hall of Famers have it. It would be different if these people that built this team and this approach were not here that built those championship teams. But most of them were. Right. And that's the weird part. Like, you know what works? (laughs) That's where it starts to get really weird. But you're more, you want to reinvent the wheel more because you want to get more praise from reinventing the wheel because everybody praises the Rays because they are able to do a lot with the little. But you want that praise more than you just knowing what works. I like doing a lot with a lot. I like doing a lot. You should be doing a lot with a lot. Instead, they're doing a little. A little. With a lot. With a they, lot. They don't believe in your lottery tickets at all. <sighs> That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I guess IKF, you technically get the award. You, you kind of shouldn't. Yeah. Man, that's... um. And then the, the replay today were IKF, I don't know. If it was, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, that was a big part of the game. And, like, I think we all landed on the same thing. Like, if we were still vested in the Yankees winning this season, I mean, we would... You, you'd be screaming, you got to be horseshitting me. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. Um, but yeah, I, you know, baseball in general, I have no idea the blocking the plate rule. I have no idea. If you gave me 10 blocking the plate rulings and I had to guess. That might be a game. It might be a new video. We, yeah, we might. That could be a jam video this week. Write that one down, Beebs. Kind of like it. That's that's actually a yeah. Jack Doyle specialty. Um, <laughs> be down for that. That yeah, it obviously sucks and could have been a totally different episode. Maybe I, no, it wouldn't have been a totally different episode. We'd say different things about the game, but the episode yeah. would have been the same, and that's why. Yeah, and that's why. That's why. Joe's, you have the honor. I do. The um, most final and prestigious award of the episode. Yes. The last award. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm just going to say milk carton. The milk carton award. Milk carton award. Why do you want to talk about Glaber Torres? It's not Glaber Torres. That's a great guess though. It's not Glaber Torres. It's Glaber Torres. It's not. You just changed it. No, I did not. I did not. You're mad how easily I got it. That's not it. No, that's not it. When you're on the milk carton, you're missing. Oof. Yeah. It's been a long time since you've seen people on milk cartons, but I think they might bring it back for this they person. Still do that? I don't think so. I feel like there's way quicker ways to get the message out. Yeah, like Amber Alerts. <laughs> Those are the Amber Alerts if, back then. If you end up on the milk carton, you're, it's too late. It's way too late. The milk it must have been a fairly quick process, like to get a person onto the milk carton. Why did Big Milk sign up for that? Yeah, how, why'd they, they take had, that? I don't task? think that they had another way for Amber Alert. There was no cell phone, really. Like, did the government get involved? Like, people buy milk, so let's put it on milk. Everyone needed milk. As mil- what is that? Milk, like, would get delivered mm. to you. Who's missing? Giancarlo Stanton's been missing. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. We seen. I was watching you watch, you know, the replay because sometimes you like to watch the condensed game. Yeah. <laughs> I seen a swing from Drumcardo that I'm like, why did that happen? It just doesn't feel like the guy that that a guy that won an MVP. 
John Sterling looked at it like he's like, ah, John Carlos back. <laughs> oh, no. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He came in to pinch hit, and he says, he's like, wow. I mean, he's he's batting like 200. Historically awful he said, pinch he's hitter as well. Kind of bad. I, I'll be I'll be straight up. I would, you know, I would if I saw Giancarlo stand today, I'd be like, dude, you're awesome. You're one of the coolest people I think I've ever come across. Like you're the man, but like you're not good at pinch hitting. Yeah, <laughs> and I like think one of the first too. questions we'd ask him if we were doing like an interview with him. Be like, do you hate it after the icebreaker of running? Would be like, you hate pinch hitting, right? Which one do you hate more, pinch hitting or running? Right now, pick one. Man, I, I don't f- think he hates running. I he's feel just like scared he misses. Without or he's not allowed. I don't scared. know, dude. Like on the drive up today, when we did a thing with the Savannah Bananas, one of the one of the guys that was there flashed the kid. He said he runs a four two five forty. I'd like to see it, mm. but um, you know, I used to be quick. Like I was in amongst my group of friends. Like I, you know, had pretty good speed. I was never like fast. Like you know, right. that kind of fast. But I was. There was a time in my life when I was Solidly a young, quick guy. And that's fading away. You get older. And I was thinking about the old men that talk about, you know, how fast they used to be. And, oh, I used to fly, man. Mm. And, oh. Giancarlo Stan's got to be like, what? Like, he used to be like a star football. Didn't he play safety in football? Mm-hmm. Like, when he was with the Marlins, he was athletic. He, like, he's got to be going through some stuff right now, man. And his last nine injuries... Are all lower body. Yeah. That's where I'm scared, man. I miss him. I do miss him. I miss oh. him a lot. I feel like he was like such an imposing figure. And I hated, first of all, media right now is trolling the Yankees any which way that they can. There's that one graphic of Julio Rodriguez out hitting the Yankees in four games. I hated I think, that. I think Yanks passed him today. So. Oh, that's good for him. One player. And then there's the the graphic of the comparison that they put up for Machado since 2019, Machado, Harper, and Giancarlo, and these numbers are like, like man, media is like really rubbing it in on the Yankees right now, man. Like Machado has a 19 WAR, Harper has a 16 WAR, Giancarlo has a 4.7 since 2019. I don't know, OPS plus, 123. I miss him, Pop. Like, I, he's an imposing figure when he's going. And I get it. Sometimes he goes through, like, these long lulls, but he gets really hot. And I haven't seen it this year at all. Since the first injury last year, it hasn't, it hasn't gotten hot. I sincerely and I know miss part him. of the frustration is when he's cold, it looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. And that's always been part of it. But his last... I bet there's a way to do it. His his last 100, 120 games have to be rough because he came back after the All-Star break. He wasn't the same cat. Um, yeah, and it sucks, and you're right, Joes, because Stanton, when he's right, he's kind of like one of the coolest features of the Yankees. It's like Carlo hits a bomb. Yeah, like, hey, you make the wrong pitch to this dude, and you're going to be thinking about it for a while. Yeah. It could be a historic home run. He hits it hard. I think I am overstepping my boundaries, and maybe this is way too much fan stuff, 
I think he's got to change up his stance. I think his body's he's done different. It he's done it before. We've seen the Marlins. He started out open. He got medium. He got right. closed. I think we got to go to the drawing board because I think his body has changed. You could see that. That I think his approach might have to change. Um, and I don't know. That, that could absolutely be fan lip service. I could be totally wrong. I'm not a hitting expert. but like, Does he still have that notebook? Yeah. You remember when he first came over, he had that notebook that you would always write in his app. Does he still he have lost it? the notebook? Does he still have it? I don't know. I'm going to ask him. I, his last, I have 143 games. So this is since coming back from the first time on the IL last year. You know, a full season. Which is essentially a full season. 582 plate appearances. Uh, doesn't include his 0 for 1 today. Okay. I took that out. It's a pinch hit one anyway. Who cares? I'm glad you did. Uh, 183 average, 277 on base, 431 slug, which, I mean, that is a little low for him. Uh, 38 homers in that time. That number's okay, uh, but only 13 doubles. That's not Giancarlo Stanton. 88 ribbies in that time. That's not Giancarlo Stanton. Striking out twenty, just a hair under 29% of the time. It's not Giancarlo Stanton. That's 183? Gallo was traded off the team for that. It does. I think it does <laughs> clear the Joey Gallo mark. They but. got rid of the shift. <laughs> like my, one of our favorite like things about Stanton was that like, yeah, and he's sneaky, like does hit for decent average. Like he's better a, than you're getting better than he gets credit for. In 2021, he had a 273 batting average. In 2019, 288, small sample, excuse me. He's a career 261 batting average hitter. You think he's pretty hurt? <laughs> they they I mean, have to do a loaded question, stuff. bro. At the time he went on the IL. He IO. might just be this. He can't be that. The injuries could have caught up he to him. He can't be running like this. I think you I think if you think about not getting hurt. If the if question you, is, is he hurt? Yes, in some way. <laughs> but I don't know if it's a perma hurt. A perma hurt? Did you just call it? Before, before he went on the IELTS, much smaller sample size, of, you know, the previous year, but his first 40 games of the 2022 season, it was 285 with a 523 slug. Like, he was really good. I don't know. He, that was what Giancarlo Stanton's always been. I don't know. Honestly, we were, we were saying the power numbers, uh, maybe a little down, but it was only an 862 OPS. Currently, his made the All Star team based on those forty games. Currently, his only career year with an OPS plus that's not above a hundred. Scary man. I miss him. He's uh he's thirty three now. He turns thirty four in November. Couple years left on the deal. It's gonna be interesting. I think we're gonna talk about him a lot this off season. Um. Fortunately, DJ is is having a good second half, and that's generally continued. So hopefully he's not part of the conversation. But in general, this year he and Stanton both at the the same year. We thought the ends of their contracts might not age the best. Um, Them potentially being in a bad way exact same time. Yeah, halfway through last year, I think I think the other thing DJ he's helping himself. I think the other thing that was alarming today was Volpe and Glaber both tied for the team's RBI lead today with 
50. Uh, BBD asked, because he's popular on Talking Baseball, Adolis Garcia, really good player for the Texas Rangers. Uh, gets a lot of runners on in front of him because they're some of the best players in baseball. Seager, Simeon. Uh, he's batting in a prime RBI he's spot. good at driving in runs. That's, you know, what he gets paid for. Uh, he had 49 RBI runs batted in. May 19th. I remember a time that it's August 20th. Gary had 20 homers and like 60 RBI or something like that. What was that? Was that like the end of 2016 when he got called up? <laughs> How about we call some kids up? We might see something. Post deadline, it, the kids should have been called up immediately. You needed to change the recipe. Even if they started off small. I don't like the cake. Even if it one was guy. small, you change one thing in the recipe, maybe that affects something else in the recipe. And then if that doesn't work, then you add something else. It's still the it's same just... thing. It's still the same exact thing. <laughs> Rodon Severino Cole, Nationals at home. Time to get hot. Josiah Gray coming into the office. I need my rematch. Oh, shit. Huh. He's pitching, he's pitching game, game one. And he's good. Mackenzie Gore, game two. Yanks it lefties, though. <sighs> Gore and Corbin. Those guys took two out of three from two. the Red Sox. Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore, two really good young pitchers. Yankees known kryptonite. Hey, there's a chance Patrick Corbin, former Yankee, could really drive another stake <laughs> through their chest. <laughs> Yanks, Yanks hit lefties because they don't have it. Joe's McFly, thank you. Is there anything else you need to get off your chest? No, I've gotten everything off of my chest. It's I good. Would like the Yanks to really bring up the kids, and I want Hal to be the owner. Mm-hmm. Draw the line, right? Like Be that guy. Draw the line. Everybody should be looking to answer to you. It's not like you're looking for answers. People should be having to come to you, to, you know, on eggshells. <laughs> Let's just get away from it. Hey, thanks to Joe's McFly. Follow Joe's on everything. If you like content, not many people post more content than you. I would like to post more. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, it's not a ton of Yankee stuff recently. Thank you, Joe's. Uh, me and Jimmer and Booney will be back. In the office. We think. We think. I was looking forward to it. It went, it went from a yes to a maybe. Um, either way. We'll, uh, and I can't wait to hear about the meeting. Tuesday or Wednesday. Because I could ask around. questions for 25 minutes about the meeting. Were well, there drinks? Were there snacks? Was Who he started? Was he what time Did of day was this? Did people get dressed up? What time of day was it? Was this a morning meeting? Were there slides? This post game? Was the camera too close on Zoom? Did everyone get a chance to talk? Who was in there besides you three? Couches? Mm. Were they at a table? In, in Boone's office? At Brian's office? We'll find all that out soon. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like and subscribe, please. Subscribe. <laughs> it helps. Let's go, Yanks. Tell them, Grandma. Go, Yankees. <laughs>